You're listening to Clock Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash crspodcast or clockradiospeakers.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. We are in the 400s, Doc. Yeah, man. YG 400. <laughs> 400. Um, yeah. I'm your co-host. What? What? what huh? Hmm? Hmm? Huh? What? What's that? <laughs> I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all socials at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast, um, clockradiospeakers.com. All previous episodes are there. We're also on Instagram at CRS Podcast. We're on Twitter. That's the main place to follow us. I'm all out of whack um, because I'm still in pain. From this deep tissue massage that we talked about on the pre-show, look at that quality Patreon content that we're giving. <laughs> that we're giving. But Doc is here, of course. Doc, yeah. what's up, man? Oh man, uh, it's October, which means it's it's now suddenly chilly. Um, I'm not ready for it. I was not prepared for it. I felt like I made a, a tactical error in going on vacation overseas during the like two week time span when the weather's actually nice in Connecticut and, and you know, I'll only say his mistakes were made. No, um, mm. things are good, man. Things are good. Uh, NBA is starting tonight. Um, yes, sir. What else is going on? Uh, I'm going to six flags this weekend. I'm excited about, about <laughs> that. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> going, I'm going Be to careful. I'm going to six flags in Jersey with a, with a bunch of coworkers. So that'll be interesting. Okay. Be good. Um, that's a much bigger Six Flags than my local Six Flags. So, um, you know, and I'm not messing around. You got to get the flash pass because I'm not trying to, you know, not trying to sit there and wait in line for an hour with a bunch of 17 year olds. No, not happening. Yeah, no, absolutely not. No, no. But man, yeah, I get, you know, honestly, like, you know, things are all right, man. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Uh, that's good, actually. Not just, not that's what's up. Like, that's good. That's great. Um, man. What are we doing? <laughs> you know, we we're, we're we're all we're gonna be all over the place a little bit today because we're you know we're we're gonna be talking. It's not too often on a show we have a reason to talk about everything from Big Daddy Kane and KRS One to <laughs> Meek Mill and Don Tolliver. <laughs> right, 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 right. Absolutely, man. Let's start with we're the verses. Everywhere. Let's do it. I was really curious going in to see what the risk. I think we said this in the show to see what the reception was going to be like online mm-hmm. like were people into it would the would the numbers look respect like, would they be kind of decent or would this be like oh you know maybe this is too niche of an audience which i realize sounds like a diss towards big daddy kane and krs1 but like they were they were at their peak in hip-hop when hip-hop was just a smaller had a smaller audience mm-hmm. so i was just curious to see like would people get wrapped up into it well, like what was going to come out of that and mm-hmm. Honestly, like, I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to say it didn't like capture the zeitgeist the way that like Dipset in, in the locks did, but that's a high bar for, for most verses. Other than that, I mean, seemed like people really enjoyed the verses. Yeah. How did you yeah. feel? Um, so I think that we, in addition to uh, just the, the audience of 80s hip hop, there's also just that disconnect with you know, older people and utilizing social media and other, just other apps period besides Facebook. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, so, you know, are you going to get someone in their, you know, at the youngest mid-40s to sign up for Triller or Fight TV? Um, you know, maybe Fight TV because, you know, they, they host a lot of boxing matches, but they kind of messed up because they're charging $2.99 a month now. Yeah. Um, to watch versus on their platform, which is crazy. So now you've kind of like lost the whole segment of the audience because most people are going to say, well, where can I watch it for free? So now you have people who are utilizing that on Instagram, um, people who are using Triller, which is what I did, ended up doing because you can cast Triller to your TV. But the Triller stream wasn't the cleanest. So I just ended up going on YouTube. There's a, a whole bunch of people just streaming the stream. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, older, older audiences are, are definitely using YouTube. So that was, that was pretty easy. So, but to, to your, your other comment, yes, this got way more pub, way more social media pub. I don't think the numbers were there all that crazy. I don't think I saw Instagram kind of peak over like 150, 160, something like that. Now, granted, I wasn't checking that frequently, but the the stories that are coming out of it, the press that's coming out of it, I'm seeing that more than a lot of other verses, mm. you know. So shout out to 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 Kane and, and KRS. Were there now? Did you, yeah? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna ask. Did you did you watch Did you watch it? I watched I watched parts of it. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, the the biggest problem is just like I I wasn't really into them growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, I I think the first KRS one album I got. Was was probably I got next through BMG, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. So like yep. I I missed his heyday and didn't catch up until later, and I definitely missed Big Daddy Kane's heyday. Um, yeah, but um, so I, I checked in on it. I was curious. I wanted to see. I mean, yeah, I think it was basically kind of about what I expected. Um, I knew the two of them were going to put on a show. I should have thought, of course, they're going to bring out like every special guest they possibly could. Because oh, it's not because it's kind of like not just about them, mm-hmm. right? Like there's all sorts of folks. You know, I saw I, I was just reading like Roxanne Shante was out there, like yep. all these people who, you know, maybe feel a little left behind by hip hop. You know, haven't been given their flowers really. And this, of course, everybody was going to come out for this. I, I when when I when Nice and Smooth came out, I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> yo. It there were so many moments, particularly with the guests, with people that had nothing to do with Kane and KRS or were just accompaniments to the show. Yeah. Um, who was it? It was Das Effects when Das Effects came out. And they were first of all, they're dressed like it's still 1994. I mean, just the baggiest of cargo pants with one pants leg up with the Tims. But they tried to stretch their moment. I don't know if you saw that part, but they tried to stretch their moment. They were going backstage. Yo, yo, like they're still talking. You know, people still talk like on their way backstage. Like, yo, New York. One of them turned around and started rapping again. (laughs) And Kane was like, no. Just stopped in mid-bar. Was like, yeah, we're not doing that. Make some noise with Das Effects, y'all. Just cut them off. That happened a lot, particularly from Kane, Mm. which was hilarious. Because it's like, yo, these are people like, man, when's the last time Das Effects Nice and smooth, um, buckshot from Black Moon, Mad Lion. Yeah. When when are the last time? When's the last time these guys rocked Madison Square Garden with 
I don't know how many people was there. 5,000, 8,000, 10,000. Like when's the last time they, they got that opportunity and will they get that again? So I, I, I get cats trying to take their shot really like, Hey, right. I, I got a, a lot of people watching at home. Like, let me make sure I get this back. So I don't know. Was there, was there a particular moment, like a particular song that you were just like, oh man, you were so excited? Mm. Ah. <laughs> um, you know what? For me to not be the biggest KRS fan, I was like, yo, when he did the MC, mm. um, when he did, I would have to look through my, my Twitter because I, I definitely live tweeted some, some records like, oh my God, he's performing this. When Big Daddy Kane did Platinum Plus, I'm the only one I, who no, was no. excited. Listen, I happened to tune in right at that moment and I was just like, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Platinum Plus was crazy. He could have did, I wish he would have did The Man, The Icon because there was, there was some Kane records that he 100% could have did and he didn't. Uh, oh, Young Gifting in Black, Enough Respect, uh, My Philosophy, Kane doing Set It. I mean, Kane put on a rapidy Rap Clinic the ability to rap as clear as he did, to have the projection that he had, the breath control that he had. It was a masterclass in just emceeing. Mm. It, was, it was amazing. Whereas KRS-One, if you were to draw a picture of hip hop, it would be KRS-One. Mm, what do you mean by that? Straight up. Like he is the physical human embodiment of hip hop. Like the culture. The traditional culture, the four elements, the love for it, the, the passion, all of that. It is KRS-One. He embodies all of that. So when they bring out the break dancers, it doesn't look crazy because it's KRS-One and KRS-One is hip hop. Um, so if you ever want to give somebody a, 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 an introduction to hip hop, if they want to know about the history, the lineage, like you have to stop at KRS-One and you have to like, strip the layers of KRS-One and, and lay them out and explain them. Um, and he, he, to me, he proved that at this versus. He, is, he was so hip hop. And I'm not the biggest KRS-One fan. I, I think I just said that. I'm not the biggest KRS-One fan, but it is what it is. You, you can't love this culture and not recognize who he is and what he is to this, to this space. Did uh, Big Daddy Kane perform Maculous Theory? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> first of I all, I forgot about Maculous First theory. of all, that record is Shout crazy. Out to Prince Paul. That record is crazy. I have not heard that record in a very long time. I almost want to play it now. Oh, you should. Let's do it. That's crazy. Shout out to freaking Prince Paul, man. Oh my God. Uh, there it is. All right, tell me this. If you got 36 prostitutes and 30 cents in your pocket, what you got? <laughs> Proof that hoes come a dime a dozen, baby. This beat is so good. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Oh, man. What a time. I mastered the craft on the way to Kane is skating. Listen. Listen. <laughs> oh, man. I forgot about that record. Nope. Saving Prince Among Thieves to my Apple Music. That is going to get some play sometime this week. That, al that album is a hit or miss for me. It's, you know, it's a lot, but there are some moments on it. It's there. a lot. 
Yeah, it's a it's a it's a story. It's a it's a hip hop play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Um, yeah, no, no, no. Oh my god. Okay, no, he didn't do that. He didn't do his Quincy Jones black, back on the block record. Like he did. There was a lot of records. Kane ran out of records, but didn't run out of records. Mm. So he ran he ran out of those records, but there were other records he could have done. So you tweeted about this, and I think this is worth talking about. How one thing we talk mm-hmm. about in the show all the time is, are we sure that artist has 20 records? That's facts. So did KRS have 20? KRS had 35. Did, did, did Daddy Kane do. Have, have 20? No. What was that? No. No. Big Daddy Kane ran, started running out of steam around like 14. Mm. He, he kept doing freestyles. Like, it, it went all over the place. Like, they, they battled at, cer- at some point. They started freestyling against each other, which was dope. But, like, he, when, when Kane brought out Shantae, she freestyled. She did a verse. And then she left. And then Kane would do stuff. Like, it, was a, it turned into, like, it was just moments rather than, like, rounds. Like, Kane would come out and then do some stuff. And then KRS would come out and do some stuff. Where it just kind of got lost after a while, but KRS would like snatch the 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 momentum in the crowd with these moments. I mean, even his, just his intro, like Kane didn't come out immediately, and KRS was like, "Nah, drop the drop the track," and it was over after that. Um, so, but Kane, yeah, Kane did like three or four freestyles, and I'm like, "Why are you? You still have other records? Why are you? Why are you rapping?" Because he's trying to he's trying to out hippity hop. You can't out hip hop. Mr. Hip Hop. For sure. And he was trying to, probably. Well, he was trying to out-rap KRS-One, I think. Right. Where he's like, you're going to do, you're going to do all your hippity hop, rapidy rap stuff. But no, no, no. We're, we're showcasing skills. And I'm one of the greatest rappers ever to do this. I do this. So I get it. But it just, it was, it, if he was going to do that, he probably should have like spaced it out a little better because he started doing that at the end. Mm. So, yeah. Um, was there anything else from when one of the dudes from Dallas Effect said, "If you're over thirty, make some noise." I, yeah, like, I was watching. What are you doing? What are you I was doing? Like, I was like thirty. I'm like, dang, thirty? Nah, you might have to go to forty, man. Yeah, you gotta go to forty. You gotta go to forty. Um, um, so let me. So, is there anybody? So, I think this was. Would you say this was a success? Absolutely. Yes. Is there is there anybody else from that era who should be wondering why they haven't gotten a call yet? Aside from LL Cool J, who should be wondering why he hasn't gotten a call yet? Yeah, n- nobody. I heard Cool G rap. They said it. Cool G rap got the call, but declined. Who would they have um, paired him with? Well, even just to do the show because the, the uh, Juice Crew did the symphony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he declined. Yeah, Mastic, he declined. What is he? What do you have like a? He had like a vacation Pro- schedule or something. <laughs> I would probably ego. Man. Probably ego. That would be, that's a lot of ego. It's a lot of ego to come out during Big Daddy Kane set, knowing that you're in your mind, you're like, no, I should be up there. Right. You know, yeah, that's, you know, for some of those people, it's like, yo, I got 20 records. I mean, Karis One brought out Channel Live, like, word. (laughs) Like, yes. So for some of those people, they're like, yo, Buckshot is like, I got 20 records. Black Moon got 20. Um, Master Ace is like, yo, we got 20. Like, I'm sure there are other people who are like, yo, I got 20 records. I'm just going to come out and support you. But 
this was like the opportunity for you to sort of parlay this. Like, mm. who's who's clamoring for Craig G and Master Ace in 2021? I'm not saying that in a negative way. Right, right, right. What I am saying is, is you, you show up in this space where these people are looking. Some people don't even know who Master Ace and Craig G are. And now they're like, oh, you're on this record? Huh, interesting. You Now you got to look. You know, it's, it's a matter of humility because it's about, it was really like you said, it, it was about, it was Karis and Kane, but it was about that era from 85 to like 88, 89, even a little bit into maybe like 95, if you want to count Karis one, like 95, 96. Yeah. So, you know, they needed, so Busta Rhymes was in the audience. Yeah. And after the show, uh, KRS or one, Kane, one of them brought Busta on stage and Busta says, find me a formidable opponent. Mm-hmm. So that to me says he wants to do it. Of course he does. Of course he does. Number two, that's, that also says to me, people are terrified to battle him. As they should be. As they should be. And number three, there's only two options for an opponent for him. And we've talked about them at length. It's LL Cool J and it's Missy. And I don't even think Missy is the, the right opponent for him. Missy deserves the and friends or Missy and Mary. Like Missy's in a whole other stratosphere. She is, um, especially like there is a bit of like they've, they've sort of struck gold a little bit with this kind of New York centric. What can we do with the Hulu Theater Madison Square Garden? And you cannot, no offense to Missy, you cannot bring Missy into, into, into the Hulu Theater at MSG against Busta Rhymes. For sure. That's now, an away Swiss game. It's not fair. <laughs> for sure. I absolutely. Um, now Swiss did say, I heard on their post on their post show on IG Live, Swiss said we're gonna give New York a break. Mm. So apparently they're working on another big R and B one. But man, you gotta bring back the songwriters, man. Bring back the producers. It's not gonna happen because a lot of those people aren't like stars and now they have to factor in things like viewership. But there's so many other spaces. Your Brian Michael Cox and your your Rodney Jerkins and you know, like those those guys need that space. You know, do some more rematches. Give me Teddy and Babyface. Um, but to to your original point, just to go back, the the matchup is LL and Busta. That's the match to me. It's the match. LL can keep up with Busta on stage. They both have way more than twenty records, and I think LL is a good counter to Busta Rhymes' energy because you can't go energy for energy with Bus, but LL brings his own to the table and can definitely still separate himself. And I don't think either one of them will lose with the right 20 records. And I think both of their 20 records are pretty easy. Yeah, I hope LL Cool J doesn't play. There's, there's places both could go wrong. There's a lot of trap doors. For sure, there are. He's going <laughs> to say... <doors. laughs> He's gonna play Headsprung. He's one hundred percent, and he should. No, that song no, is terrible. He should do Headsprung. Yeah, it is a terrible song, but it's a hit. It what, works. What, should he play Imagine That? No, no, no. That's no, a no. better <laughs> choice than Headsprung. Heck, nah. Listen, <laughs> Doc, Doc. I was overseas when Headsprung was out. That's an international record. You're giving me the the David Hasselhoff. He's big in he's big in, in Germany. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Yes, I am actually. I am. I am. I am. Speed, yo, I didn't even say this. No joke. We were in some store in Germany. Oh, Jesus. Okay. They were looping the Baywatch theme, like unironically. And we were like, what? man, Hasselhoff really is big in Germany. He really is big. What? 
Oh, man. He's not playing headsprung. Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. <sighs> yes, he is. That causes me to stress. Yeah, he'll do, he'll do headsprung. It, it'll, it'll work, man. It'll work. Let's, hold on, you, let's you know, you know, you know, when, when, when Tim's negotiating that, he's like, listen, you're going to have to do some records that, that we made together. <laughs> yeah, you, you got to do headsprung. And LL's going to say, no doubt, baby. That's what he's going like, come on. Like, listen, he's going to do out the gate. I'm just looking at LL Cool J's Essentials Apple Music playlist. Lounging, yeah. doing it. Hey, lover, I'm bad. Love you better. Around the way, girl. I need love. Going back to Cali. Mama said knock you out. I'm skipping a couple records because they got, they, I passed Headsprung. I passed Jennifer Lopez, All I Have. I passed oh, he's Phenomenon. Do, he's, first of all, he's doing, I think he would do Phenomenon over Headsprung. No way. He no way. Doc. Doc. Maybe I'm underrating Headsprung. 4321 Booming System Radio. Nah, man. That's pretty that's those are your records right there. And I'm not even getting into like features and verses for other yeah. people. Like nah, that I just named off 20. I know I did. Yeah. You can put Phenomenon in there. <laughs> and I'm not Phenomenon. I'm sorry. You can put Headsprung in there. He can, can put, he, he can come out and do his verse from uh, Hit Him High. Cool. No. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Turn he, the music up, please. He's, he's going <laughs> he's gonna, to he's gonna bring out Dre so they can perform Zoom. Oh, my God. Is he going to do Shut Him Down from the Any Given Sunday soundtrack, too? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's the LL and Buster's the matchup. It is. It is. In Madison Square Garden, like, that's the matchup. That's the matchup. As long as he doesn't play that record with Brad Paisley. Nah, he's not going to do Accidental Races. <laughs> that's a different record. That's a different record. That was a time boy. Yes, it was. Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Yep. So, a lot of people, it's the last question and we yeah. can move on. Sorry. <laughs> a lot of people were saying, no, 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 you're good, you're good. A lot of people were saying that this should have been Rakim in this spot. Um particularly Rakim versus Big Daddy Kane, because that was the battle back in the day. Which leads me to my original question. Oh, yeah. Does Rakim have 20 records? Does Rakim have 20 records? I don't think so. Let's look up, let's look up their essentials. Eric B and Rakim. He might. Paid in full. Don't sweat the technique. Juice. I know you got soul. I ain't no joke. In the ghetto. Follow the leader. Eric B is president. Mahogany. My melody. Lyrics of Fury, Casualties of War. I've never heard any of those, either of those records. Microphone Fiend, Let the Rhythm Hit Him. And then a couple of those Rakim records, he could do, uh, dang, what's, what's that? What's, hold on. He can, Shut up. He, no, it's okay. He, he can do uh, When I Be On The Mic. He could do When I Be On The Mic. I was thinking of, um, dang, was I thinking of When I Be On The Mic? What's that other record? Uh, guess Who's Back. Guess who's back? That's the record. It's I was not thinking. a good record. Doc, we have spent too much time building up this platform yeah. for you to ruin it by saying that guess who's back is not a good song. Are you crazy? It's, it's not a good song. There is like one and a half good songs on that 18th letter album. I can't even oh, begin never... to explain to you how disappointed I was when I bought it. Nah, duh. that came out the same day as volume one. That, it, that wasn't happening. I've never heard that album to this day. The the only good the best record on there unquestionably is the primo record New York You Out There that is a A grade ridiculous primo beat. I'm like guess who's back? Guess yeah. who's back is bad. It's been a long time. It's hard too. That's cool. 
New York you're out there is <sighs> unbelievable. I'm looking at. Hold on. Where's New York? There? Hold on. Yeah. What, have I heard this before? It's you couldn't pick a more doc primo beat. I'm. I know what kind of Doc Primo records fit. It's gonna be very premium. Oh, super premium. <laughs> no, this beat is nuts. It's those strings. Oh, those are, that's such a Doc Primo record, <laughs> man. <laughs> Oh, you you take that over over uh guess who's back? Are you crazy? Over wait 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 wait. Play guess who's back. Wait wait wait. I think I'm confusing guess who's back with it's been a long. I think you are too. Exactly what I'm doing. It is. Oh heck no 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 no. Guess who's back is terrible. I told you. I told you. Nah man, it's been a long time. It's crazy. Guess who's back? Bump bump bump. No. Yeah. It's cool. That's it's a little crazy. slower. It's a little close. It should be faster. Guess who's back is just just reminds me of MTV Cribs. Do you <laughs> the video for Guess Who's Back is terrible too? Oh my god. Uh I never saw it. I didn't oh. see it. It's rough. Yeah, it was a rough happens. time. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That happens. Uh maybe he could okay. play some unreleased stuff from uh his aftermath era. I was thinking, but does he do like Truth Hurts Addictive? I mean, that was kind of a record. It was a record. He could do the Watcher 2? Nobody remembers Watcher 2 Wait, after Jay-Z's verse. He could, do, he, he could do classic. He could do classic. I don't think that, I don't think that record aged well in a sense of, I think people forgot about it. Right, well, you know, he could, do the, <laughs> he could do the Streets of New York record, but because Nas would come out for him. He could do Streets, he could do streets of New York. Only because then, Nas would show up and it would be a moment. Nas would show up, it'd be a moment. Alicia, Alicia Keys would be out there too. Sure. <laughs> Swiss would make the call. It's fine. Oh, for sure. He said sure. sure. <laughs> I haven't heard that oh, Diary of Alicia Keys album in a long time. We're coming up on 20 years, bro. We got another three, three two. years? Two. Yeah, it's 2003. Yeah. Yeah, I almost bought a, a, um, a Songs in a Minor 20th Anniversary like t-shirt or something like that. Did they still have that vinyl? I think the vinyl's green or something like that. So, I, I'm... There was a, an apartment Marissa and I lived in, and there was our next door neighbor must have been going through a time. You know, we all go through times. For sure. Of must have been going through a time because every day for like a week and a half, two weeks, nine o'clock on the dot, he would just start blasting from start to finish songs in A minor. <sighs> <laughs> it's a rough time. But this is, this, is like in, this is like 10 years ago. This isn't like- Oh, this isn't 2001. No, this is 10 years ago. Oh boy! Uh, I, you know we all go through times. We go through times, man. Yeah. But ooh, man, this album is so good. You ruined this album for me. What did I say? Um, you talked about how bad some of the records were mixed. It's true. Yeah, like uh, "Troubles" in particular has like just an unnecessary hiss on it. <laughs> that does sound like man. I'm I'm, I'm terrible. Yeah, you ruined that for me. <laughs> you did. You did. This is the first time I heard somebody say something negative about, like, I loved songs in A minor. Because at the time, I loved Alicia Keys. Mm. But I loved songs in A minor. And, and this is early in the so days. And I just remember you said it. Just, you know, just oh, off the in cuff. The, in the so, this is when so I said this. 
Yeah. I was reckless back yeah, in my youth, so- man. Oh, boy. I'm so glad those forms are dead and buried and burnt up in the internet. Yeah. I might be, I looked- I might be unemployable. <laughs> Just kidding. Listen, man. We, we all... Ooh, oh, boy. It's okay. People, people grow... Look, they're going to have you on your Kevin Hart. You're going to be apologizing for stuff you said 15 years ago. Like, all right, I didn't, I didn't mean it. I, <laughs> I do like... I do like songs in A minor. <laughs> MF Doom is a good rapper. I enjoy him. You know, my son texted me an MF Doom song and asked me if I liked it. Did you feel betrayed? No, 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 no. <laughs> Just I'm, kidding. No, I'm telling you, Dot, he's got my ear, mm. but he has my ear on a different level. Yeah. I've not played him one. We literally, before the show started, one of the reasons why I was late, he and I were talking about um, Pilot. We were talking about Tyler, because he just loves Tyler, the creator. We were talking about why Cherry Bomb was mixed bad. Mm. He's, tw- he's 12. He's 12. He gets it. You're, you're, he gets it. You're, you're, ru- for, uh, you're ruining music for him. I'm just kidding. No, he's, I'm not doing, but Doc, I'm not doing any of this. He's coming to me. I don't send him music. What MF do did him- he send you? Uh, let me tell you. Hold on. It's a song I didn't like. I told him I didn't like it, but- uh, rap rap snitch niches. Oh wow! Yeah, yep. And then uh, and uh, I just saw this here. A, a boy wrote a, a song about my daughter. Did he now? It's on YouTube. It's mm-hmm. on the second YouTube. Time it's on you. He put it on streaming services. That's how it's on YouTube. I I, I just need, I need to rewind. All right. <laughs> yeah, dog. We we are he, we are here. A a youth. It, a youth wrote a song. A young punk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wrote a young song about your little mm-hmm. baby girl. About my baby girl, my 16-year-old, my baby, who has a job in a car now. Let me also put, point that out. Yes. And he put it on streaming service. So this is somebody, they briefly talked for a minute. Oh. And she broke it off with him. Yeah, yeah. He didn't take it too well. He's not, he's but, not and, like Kanye West singing about like, you know, like sad singing over like an 808s esque beat for five minutes, is it? Oh no, he's sad singing. Oh no, but it's I'm telling you, it's Drake sad. It's whiny. There's a lot of different kinds of sad singing, which I want to actually talk about today. I didn't mean for this to be a, okay. a segue. That this, actually, that's a this wonderful is the segue. That's a wonderful segue into. <sighs> Can we talk about the influence that that uh, Lil Durk has had on hip hop? Oh, we going here. 